0: Hey, welcome to to (laughs) SOTOFO. Hi, thank you so much for joining us today. We got an awesome show going on today. Y'all excuse me, I did not turn my phone off. Don't kill me.
1: (laughs) I am Latoya.
2: I'm Nakia. I'm Janet.
1: Oh, excuse me, I'm
0: Janet. And I'm Toya. And we have a beautiful Sorry. guest in the house today. And her name is Yulika.
3: Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank I'm you so you much for
0: joining us, But real okay. quick, toy, real quick,
4: what does Eulika mean? What does that mean?
3: I don't know what. It means. I don't know what it means. Um, my father's name was U-lis, Eulis, E-U-L-I-S. And my mother loved that man and named me after him, so I'm Eulika. Oh,
4: well, that's beautiful. beautiful. Then it means it means love to me. It was them.
3: 1970. Everybody's name was kind of had a little a non-European, you know, a fling to it. So, um, growing up in Petersburg, there were a lot of Jarikas, Yulikas, Jamikas. It was oh. a lot of us um, in, in school together. So that was it was a theme, I guess.
4: And then a few years later came all the yas, the
0: toyas. The little toyas. The little toyas.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's good. That means your name means you love your daddy. That's all that means. Hey. I, I,
3: I miss him dearly. He um, passed away in 2016, and I miss mm-hmm. him really. But he was uh, a very um, proud man, and he was very proud of me and my accounting career. And so it's a fine memory. But thank you for asking yeah, oh, that's me. Me. That's me.
0: Well, y'all, let's go ahead and jump right in. We're going to talk about what we're working on. As you know, we are all virtual assistants. So um, I'll start it off. Um, I am actually working on... Um, Oh, a couple of things. I have some new projects for my, um, my client, and she added on a new service. Um, I also have um, some things I'm working on with myself in the background. I'm working on a presentation that I'll be uh, teaching. And I'm also working on um, new content for the next year, because, you know, 2021
2: is creeping up really quickly. Yes. Okay. I will go next. I am working on nothing. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> as <far laughs> everyone knows, I had surgery on my shoulder. So I have been um, in the background doing some back-end work, um, making sure my women-owned certification paperwork is all um, in and processed, making sure that um, when it's time for me to come back, I have clients to come back too. So I had a couple clients reach out that want to work with me further, so I've just been chilling.
1: <laughs> nice. go ahead, Miss Janet. Well, I am sort of playing ketchup catch up um, because back in the great old state of Georgia, this old red state that hopefully will be blue today. But anyway, that's another story <laughs> for another time. Um, I am ketchup up because um, I had no internet when Hurricane Zeta decided to come through and bless us. Yes, he did. That's what I'm doing. And then I'm thinking about where I want to go for December and 2021.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Fantastic. And so um, uh, the four of us uh, that are virtual assistants were all part of a group called the VASL, or the Virtual Assistant Sister Learning uh, Facebook community. So I've been working on content for our, our community. Yay. Yay. Now, uh, and the kids are probably like, Finally.
3: Well, <laughs> so I feel like the, the fifth wheel, because so, I'm not a virtual assistant, um, but I am a CPA. And what I'm doing is currently preparing for um, my next conference. I've, even during COVID, I've had several speaking engagements. Most of them have been virtual, but this one's actually live, social distancing. Mm-hmm. But a um, Charlotte Mitchell's Hey Girl Hey conference. And this is my third year um, speaking at, um, at her conference, and I'm very excited. I, I'm excited one to be um, out of the house. I have my clothes lined. I'm so excited. I'm getting ready because I want to get out from behind this desk. I've been stuck. I want to see some human people, even with masks on. I, I want to see. <laughs>
4: Let me just say, just shout out real quick to Charvette. We love everything that she I does. Do. And we're oh, so excited about the conference. We wish we were there, but we are working to be there next year. So we're excited that you're speaking there. And um, I can't wait for you to come back and share with us all about that.
3: Thank you. Thank yes. you. Charvette has been a blessing to my career and my
4: life. Ooh, amen. Uh, yeah.
3: She's, she's, uh, I'm, I speak for her. I do work for her. But she also has poured into me. And so, mm. she- Yes, she will do that cuz she definitely did that for us. She yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes she did. Yes she did. Okay, well today y'all um like uh Yulika said she's a CPA. So we're we're talking about finances and SOPs today and she is going to jump into that and give us uh you know the 101 on how uh, to get that implemented with our business. So um, you could tell us a little bit about
3: so, that. So one thing I would say, speaking to you guys as virtual assistants, I think you're in a unique position. And I would, I don't know if you offer SOP development services as a part of your business um, because it's one issue that business owners have is that they usually call you because they are disorganized or some, some process is not documented or things aren't working well. But um, one thing that is needed during audit services, um, when there's an audit performed for a grant or some kind of loan, if they need an audit, usually the auditor always wants standard operating procedures. Mm -hmm. And one way that you as virtual assistants, one for your own businesses as you can document your processes um, but for your clients, I would even think about making that, get a template together. Um, how do they bring on new people? How do they hire? How do they perform their business? How do they get a contract done? Just documenting those end-to-end processes and then being able to offer areas where they can improve. I think that's, if you're not doing that as virtual assistants, that is something that the, the accounting community would be grateful for you for. Because many businesses are failing because of that lack of organization, mm-hmm. and I probably even notice this. Because when you hire somebody, when somebody hires you for the first time, they have no idea what to give you. They don't know how to because they've never documented their processes. So that's something that, as a as a CPA, I would ask that if that's something you're not doing, find a way how you can help. Um, how you can help them document their process and the SOPs don't need to be crazy detail. It could be a one pager SOP. This is how you key time sheets. This is how you process payroll. It doesn't need to be um, a full, like when we were working full time job, it doesn't have to be a full, a full booklet, but just coming out with SOPs um, for your clients is something that helps them in the accounting process and in the audit. One Because one of the issues when things aren't correct in the financial statements, it's hard to find, where they went wrong because they don't have consistent ways of doing things mm-hmm. so that that's my little spill on sops and even when i'm doing my consulting for business consulting um one of the things that we do is standardized process standardized processes so that is a gift you can give your clients and it's an avenue for money because that's, mm-hmm. that's a full service right there um because i know even when i hired my first virtual assistant i'm like well, what do I tell her to do? Because I never, ever made, I, I just, I just set up the computer and started doing stuff, emails, and I would just flow back and forth. But just people are just, you know, they, they, they need that structure. So even if they walk away from you, you've left them better.
2: Right. You know, That's I'm great.
3: That um, but one thing I wanted to talk about, and I, I have a link that I sent you is for the, the a free download that I have, and it's called the 10 Things Your Accountant Wishes You Knew. And, um, I've talked about, and if you've been at Charvet's conference, you hear me talk about it a little bit, but I find that every time I come before an audience of entrepreneurs, that there are some, some things, especially here, we're year in, we're getting ready for the next year Mm -hmm. that there are some principles that need to be, um, reiterated. And you guys are just in a special place because you're not only business owners, but you're business owners who touch other businesses. So if those, if I get that message to you, I believe it'll be multiplied. And uh, so one thing I always say that we as CPAs kind of probably every industry and probably you as virtual assistants, y'all, when y'all get together and y'all are not online, y'all talk about the clients. Y'all like child, they're a mess. But so we CPAs, when we get together, we have lunch.
4: Hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) You, you really, you really, you, to me. Toy
3: and Janet,
4: the
3: kid. We do that. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So when you oh, get she- with your colleagues, you kind of talk about you compare you compare <laughs> notes. Like for instance, we as CPAs, we we talk about. Okay, she rolled up in this Range Rover, but she twenty one thousand dollars behind on her payroll taxes. <laughs> we talk we talk about that. I'm just sorry. I seen that purse you had, girl. I've seen that purse. You like? Hey, can you work out my IRS thing, girl? It's on your head. <laughs> it's that Louis bag. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, <laughs> I like guess you like good. So the read the, the how I'm I, I'm leading to how I came up with the ten things your accountant wishes you knew, and that the things that we wish that our business owners that we help would would have known. It's probably even, I would even think there could be a variation for the virtual assistant, but I wanted to share a few key points. If you share that link, they can download all 10 for free. Um, it's a handout and it connects you with me, but I wanted to highlight a few of them for you just so we can kind of like our businesses just a little bit and we can pass that on to our clients.
0: Okay. So not, excuse me for
3: reading for looking down, but my memory, hey. So bookkeeping, number one is bookkeeping should take place all year long, um, not just when the tax return is due. And so some people don't look for an accountant or have an accounting system in place, and they do not know if they have a profit or loss until February, March, or April of the next year. Unacceptable. So they, you need an accounting system because you, you need feedback and information all year long. Mm-hmm. you need to know if that client is unprofitable you need to know if you need to, to charge them an upcharge. you need to know if they're taking too long if, if this client calls you every 15 minutes they hey we might need to add <laughs> add another fee because we're talking about plant profit planning but you can't plan your profit if you don't know where you are and what you're getting how much cost how much it could cost um, to get it. So I don't know if I don't know if you have any experience. I don't know if you I don't know how much you guys know about the accounting of your clients. Like, do they have accounting systems? Do they have a systematic way of paying? Do they accept Square? But do you kind of see where it could benefit your business to know that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to
3: say, hey, I can see why you can't pay me because you don't have an no accounting system and you only write. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? So so really, I think that the virtual system, you are in a unique position to really assess where your client is. So you might refer them to a CPA or bookkeeper or, or you know, or, or something or give them a suggestion of a free tool. Because some, some programs out there, I think like Wix or whatever, they have a little accounting component mm-hmm. to it. Yep. So that might be something that you can suggest to help them get organized, mm-hmm. especially if they're falling into financial issues where they don't know what's coming or going and who's paying mm-hmm. them, that kind of stuff. They mm-hmm. need a accounting system for billing, for invoicing, so they can know on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis where they are in their business. So bookkeeping mm-hmm. should take place all year long.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you
3: know, how would Walmart survive if they waited until February <laughs> to run a financial <laughs> statement? They would be large. They would mm-hmm. be large. So even when you see in a a business like them changing the store around or, or, or you might see them changing out for seasons, that's because they're looking at their financial data and say, Hey, 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 we need to get, we need to get um, Christmas stuff out here. We need to, okay. I know it's already, but just imagine if they had waited, COVID is making stuff take longer. Mm -hmm. So their their information is telling them, Hey, no, we need to get a lead time on ordering and stuff so we can be ready for Christmas for the holidays. So mm-hmm. bookkeeping takes all place all year long. Number two is one of, on my no-no list is don't mix business and personal transactions that so you must maintain separate accounts for banking, credit card, and other financial accounts for every transaction. So that means ordinarily speaking, you should not be buying groceries for your house out of your business account. And vice versa, mm-hmm. you can write yourself a check if you're going to, Pay yourself some profit or something, or if you have a steady income coming from it. But the mixing of like, well, if I look in your business account and I see that you went and bought you some weave, or it's 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 very it's a mess. I'm <laughs> really have- okay. no, okay. no, That's a business expense. That is a business okay. expense. I am in the So,
1: this so yeah. depending. If you are, and I'll take Toya for instance. Uh, Toya works in the beauty industry. So if she is working in that industry and she buys weave or something for, maybe just to test it out so that she can understand what her client is talking about. Or for that's, me, that's I work different. in the entertainment
3: industry. That's different than if, if that's your business.
2: But okay. most of us, that's is, our business. I have a question. Okay. When you're bootstrapping your business, as most of us are bootstrapping our business, whereas we don't have um, market capital and we don't have funding, you know, we work a full-time job and we put aside a certain amount of money to run our business. Um, is it beneficial then, too, to still not co-mingle? It should
3: not be co-mingled. It should be deliberate deposits into your business. Okay. Because what, it, what'll happen? Cause remember the number one is the bookkeeping should take place all year long. How do I know my business is profitable if my paycheck is propping it up? Right. 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 So no. Mm-hmm. So if, so if you're putting money in or out of your business, it should be a clear transaction. Yes. I wrote a check from my, or I say check cause I'm old. So <laughs> I transferred $200 into my business to cover my business license or whatever, whatever. And it should show as a contribution of capital from the owner. Okay. But if you are using your debit card for personal, for business, it's very hard to segregate. So the, the, the definition of a, a well-run business, one of the ones that, that I give is that it's organized from the inside out. I should be able to at any time push a button and get my financial report. But if transactions are co-mingled in there, income and expense, or if your paycheck is, is kind of, And two, also another thing, if you are using your business, using your personal income to prop up your business, that means your business will never sustain itself. But you need to see that $3 in your business account because that's going to make you get off your butt, go find some clients. But when you see it all together, there's not a sense of urgency because you're kind of propped up because you don't want to see your business account go too low. But I think you need to see that negative three cents because that's going to motivate you to go and do... Or you might determine that that's not your business. I'm just saying, if you have to go that long, really, and not see a profit, that might not be the business. If something is wrong. Right. Even if we're baking pie, even if today we had no business, that's it. and we say, okay, we're going to start baking pie. We should be making some profit every pie. right? Even if it's $2, $5, whatever it is. So one of my issues that I have with clients and people, they get in business with this whole dream without no evidence of profit. And so they keep putting good money after bad. And if nobody might not want that service or product, have, are you, are you marketing it to the right people? Right. But you cannot clearly see that when your funds are
2: commingled. It, Whoa. So
4: put good money after bad. So yeah, when do so you, you- how long do you give yourself to to know that?
2: Well, that's Are what you- I was wondering because I think that you I
3: think it should be profitable. I think it I think each endeavor should see some kind of little profit. Now you might in the beginning you might have to buy your business license and some things, but you don't get into it. You you start small. It's one book that I read a while ago. It's called Little Bets, and you make small changes. So that means you don't need to go and open a whole hair salon today, and you have no clients. You might start in your kitchen, braiding one head at a time, and you expand it as your income is covering the expenses and giving you a profit. So, so sometimes people are just jumping and head into stuff that is, is one they don't want to keep up, right. or they not ha- don't have a passion for, but they will just keep keeps fueling it and it's it's not successful.
4: I think that's such a good point. You made, I've talked to several business owners in the in the last few months and one, you know, bought a whole, all this machinery, all these things and doesn't even have a proven concept. I just didn't understand. You no, know, well, what, well, how are they going to do that? Another one overhead is like seven or $800 and they have no clients yet. And that's, that's the monthly expenses, $800 for a business that has not even, you know, you don't have a no client yet. And, um, I just, I, I totally agree with you. We start small and you build. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. And build from there. And let, that's why I'm saying if you, but if your, pay, your paycheck can let you sustain that $700 for a minute and might not even struggle with it. like, Oh, it's okay. You know, we're still floating. But when you see that, when you see that bank account say $3, you go, okay, well maybe I shouldn't sign a lease for this place for $700 a month. And this is kind of getting off the subject, but sometimes we confuse busyness or activity with being a good business concept. And what I mean, oh, I signed a lease today. That ain't no testimony. What are you telling me? Oh, 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 I, a, I signed it. I got a copier. Oh, I got this. That's not a business concept. That that not that that doesn't necessarily mean that you're profitable. But if we started our pie business, y'all, let's say we started our pie. Each one of us gonna make one kind of pie, and we're gonna bake it in our kitchen. We're gonna make sure that we have the cost covered. Guess what? Even if we got five dollars profit, that goes in our pocket. You made a it's better. It's so um, sometimes people don't want to start out with that small begin, that small testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't the, the Bible says don't despise small beginnings. And sometimes people are jumping ahead of themselves um just for the satisfaction of having activity. So they can say, Oh, I signed a lease. I've seen some of that, even in COVID. Um, one person um tried to get me into um starting a travel business. This is like in February. No, it was like March. COVID was really just getting started. I'm like, where are people going? I'm, like, Girl, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny, but at the time, I mean, really, but, and then, and then when people are struggling, especially with online business or multi-level marketing business, they think that their family and friends are obligated to support their dream. And you're not you as a business owner, a true entrepreneur is going to look for the profit margin from the beginning. And if, if someone's trying to pressure you in a business where it's a whole lot of costs up front and not a proven concept, that's not, that might not be the best model for you. Um, so I would just say, start small, look for the profit in everyone. And you just, I think we can apply this in so many kinds of business, grass cutting, whatever, you just start small. And now we're learning, look, we're all are talking from different locations. Why do we, we don't necessarily need a physical building mm-hmm. to run a business. We, we do not, not in this day and time. The economy is teaching us that we don't. So I just, one, the main point that I was talking about was, <laughs> sugar, <laughs> I love it. Um, one is just make sure that your business and your, your business is not being propped up by your personal um, paycheck, not over the long haul. Yes, we're going to have to make some investments in our business to get things started, but make sure you know at the end of the year, I have contributed $800 total to my business. But if it's mixed in there, you don't know how much you get. You don't know really what the true profit is. You don't know how much you really put in there because you're treating, especially if you're doing it all out of your personal account, you're treating it like another bill. So it's very mm-hmm. hard to see where you are. Mm-hmm. And um, so that that is, that is a big a big heartburn of myself and other accountants that we spend a lot of time and we charge extra for that. That problem clients usually charge more because it takes time for me to sit and be like, um, so you bought Kool-Aid? I mean, it's it, it takes time. <laughs> I'm just telling
2: you the truth, y'all.
3: Oh, real quickly. I want to say thank you so much for
4: joining us, Donna Snyder. So we're so glad to see you sis. Glad that you're feeling better and shout out to her. Cause she just made like $2,000 in her business. It was a, a goal for her. So, so proud of her. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us. Toya of D&M solutions, D&M office solutions. She's a finance lady too. Oh, wow. So she's, she's saying yes to what you're saying. She feels you all the way.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad. Uh, I'm- that, some, that I, you need somebody on your side when you when you're preaching <laughs> the <this. laughs> unpopular word because yes. people, people people are saying that they're at best not Kool-Aid. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm supposed to read the comments. I it from to see exactly. I've seen it, you know businesses that have all kinds of stuff and I won't even go into like personal hygiene products but people are, think about it if you're out and about you're not segregating that stuff you're buying your groceries or whatever but just to be disciplined enough that like I have a debt business debit card and I have a personal debit card and it's very clear when I'm supposed to use one or the other do things get mingled sometimes sometimes yes but it's easier to separate those onesies twosies if you're every week, every day, Coleman, so so I hope I answered your question. Let uh, me yeah.
4: I just gotta confess real quick to my beautiful partner, Nikia. I apologize for that gas, that gas receipt on on the business card, and I apologize for that Wendy's because them two was on there. So I apologize. <laughs>
3: we're all coming clean today. Yes, <laughs> and I, but but the thing is, you know it's true transactions. so that lets me know you don't do it all the time. So, so that's time. easy. That's easy for us to pull out. But if it's day to day to day, it's it's, it's been rough. It's been. Rough. I've been I've been sent bank statements from the personal and business account, and I'm supposed to figure out what's what. I can't. do. it's, it's, hard. it's hard. It really is. It really is. Wow. So oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to number three. Okay. Cause it's kind of in the same vein. It's, it's okay. like a, it's like a, a a three or four point sermon.
2: So
3: every transaction needs supporting documentation. Every transaction. So if you gotta
2: like to see that gas receipt. Yes.
3: Oh
0: my gosh. Every transaction
3: needs supporting documentation. So back to the um back to the example of contributing money to your business. It should be a actual check or something, a transfer with a note as to why you were putting money in your business. If you're spending money, if you have a lease, you should actually have a copy of the lease. If you're, if you, if it's travel receipts, if you're traveling for business, it should actually be the, the mileage or the, the gas card. There are apps now that can record your, um, your mileage for you. Uh, I know QuickBooks online, they have the, um, the, the phone app, and in there, you can actually hit the camera, take a picture of the receipt. and it, it mm-hmm. goes automatically into that train. You can create the transaction on the fly. So it's no excuse for not recording transactions as they happen and having the receipt. It doesn't always have to be paper, scan, email. I know when I go to Staples, I always ask them to email it. And so mm-hmm. it goes to my business email address. And even now uh, QuickBooks had a feature where you could automatically connect it to your account, but there you have to get organized enough that you're capturing the documentation for each one of those transactions. And that's another opportunity that I'm talking about for you, virtual assistants. That is something that you can help your clients do. You can ask them, how are you, how are you capturing your receipt? Where do you keep them? Are you scanning them? Cuz that's something they might consider you and you organize for them. Put them in a Dropbox or something. That's I'm giving y'all services. I hope y'all are writing them down.
2: Uh, yes ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am.
3: You can you might not be an accountant, but you can just support you actually are building the structure for them to run an organized business. So you can ask them so that could be in your questionnaire actually. You know, how how are you organized financially? How are you track? Do you have a separate bank account? How do you, you can ask that, you know, are you reconciling and you, you might not be that, do it for them, but you might be able to connect that. This is the service that you need, um, mm-hmm. to help them along the way, but every, every transaction needs support and documentation, Try especially when you're much. trying to go for, um, business grants, business mm-hmm. loans. Some people are running nonprofits and they want to um have, they need a financial um their financial statements to be audited and financial uh, financial statement audits need supporting documentation because like I said, you could because for instance what we said if she's in the beauty industry, right? So she needs some receipts to say, no, this is what I do, this is actually what I sell. So you, but if nothing is there, I'm gonna say, what you buying weed for? She has no document. documents. The documents kind of support what the story is.
4: I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, you know, during the season, during COVID, you know, there's a lot of grants. There's a lot of, you know, loans, even if you if, if you want a loan. And, and, and business owners will come to us. They want help with filling out the documentation. And it's okay. Well, well, where are your, where are your documents? Where's your financials? The bank wants that. Oh, yeah. you have to have that for the bank. You absolutely, I don't care if you establish an LLC. That's wonderful. But they want to know your transaction history. That's important. exactly. Because they want
3: to know, especially if it's a grant, how are you going to spend this money that I'm giving you? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, especially if your administrative costs are high, you know, so if you paying, if you, you're trying to get $20,000, you're going to pay yourself $18,000. It's going to be a problem. They want to say, no, I'm buying this for my business. I'm doing training. I'm building my website. They want to know what you spend. So you even know what to ask for. How do you even know how to ask for a business loan? If you don't know what your business truly needs mm-hmm. to spend to operate you know? And so, and, and that's the mark of, and I, and I'll even talk about when we're small, sometimes we think we can be bootleg, but it's easy when you're small. If you're on like, if we're in this pie business that we're, this, this, this theoretical pie business I just talked about, it's easy now to get organized because it's small. We, we can set up, okay, we're going to send the receipts here. We're going to scan it. It's easy to create that system before we blow up and have a huge factory. See our business done grew already. We went from pies, from pies and now we got a factory, but you can do that when you're small, Walmart did not get organized when they got big. Amazon did not get organized when he got big. He was organized day one Zuckerberg, Facebook. He did not get organized when he, when it blew up all over the world. Now they got logar- algorithms running us, telling us for well, who to vote for. So, Really, he did not. They did not wait until that point to get organized. It was easy for them to get funding, to get support, to get business partners because then when they say, "Well, what's your business?" Imagine Zuckerberg. Nobody knew what a Facebook was, so if he's looking for help, and they say, "Oh, well, show me," he said, "Oh, look." He had to have it written down. I don't know if it's true, but it had to be for them to say, "Yeah, I'll invest." I remember even. Um, I the young man, so Google allowed allow their employees. This is back in the day before they blew up, allow their employees to invest. They said, Hey, we need fifty thousand dollars or whatever. Can you can you give it to us? We'll give you ownership. They had to show them, and P pe- and those employees are wealthy today. So they started, But they were organized from the beginning and so, say, Hey, when we get this money, we're investing in this, we're doing that. So I just asked every just just you as virtual assistants, I feel, I feel like y'all are like um, deputizing y'all to go, when you're organizing these businesses, they should be more profitable. They should be more organized So I would expect. So when I expect it, if I see a client come from one of you, I say, oh, they're going to have their stuff together. They're going to they're gonna have their stuff together. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. It's a question that I know I don't always ask, you know, as far as the, the workflow and the SOPs. um when it's when you see it right away okay i can help you with this but it's something we definitely can upsell guys it's something that we should definitely be you know like she said leave them better than than when we came that's something that me and Nikia, you know we tried to do for sure and um if, yeah if you need any help nakia is well versed on these things helping with the transactions and setting them up and putting stuff in spreadsheets mm-hmm. and SOPs. She she can definitely help you if you need any yourself.
3: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It, it, is, it is it is an in-demand skill. I think mm. sometimes we work so much in silos that we don't really look out, look out to see how our part of the puzzle fits in the in the full scheme of things. Yeah. So it's not just just getting things done, but we're getting things done to create profitable and sustainable businesses that mm. can go get the loan, that can expand. So I, I'm excited about the work that you do, and I just, I just, I just see big things come from those people.
4: <laughs> I, I heard a, a unique selling point. I heard a USP for somebody get things done to make profitable and sustainable businesses. Exactly. That's a, that's great for 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 a VA. Absolutely.
3: Yes, and that's okay. part of my mission statement, my vision. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I awesome. build, We build sustainable businesses, and 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 another um aspect that I that um allows for a balanced life. So I don't build businesses that you can't take a nap with. You can't take vacation. It has to be something that is sustainable. And sometimes our, especially as black women, we're grinding so hard because we haven't taken time to put those measures in place to ensure that we have Mm -hmm. a profitable business. We're mixing our finances. So we might not be charging our clients enough because we can't really tell that, oh, I'm really losing money with this client. Mm -hmm. Oh, I really should Mm -hmm. just upcharge them a little bit. There's some, that, that blurriness keeps us from really seeing the way forward sometimes.
4: That's right. Mm. Eulica, I know you have to get out of here and so we will be respectful of your time, but I wanted to go over one more point. If, are you done? Are you done with your, uh, with your sermon? I, <laughs> I love, I love the three points. Won't you
3: come? Won't you, won't you come? And, Oh, hallelujah! Yes, Lord. Let me stop playing with the Lord.
2: <laughs> oh, so You can tell, so, I'm a
3: Church Key. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
4: me too. Me too. Oh. So I know one thing that Nakia brought up was brought up uh, in the beginning. You you know we're bootstrapping it. We may not have money to have these separate accounts because it costs seven dollars, fifteen dollars a month for that business account. So I know for me, I started out. I went with Aslo because it's online free checking, a awesome. uh, business checking. And that, and so that, so that's one I know. And I know Lily is another one that is also, um, and I like it cause it, it, uh, it puts your money in buckets or so for taxes okay. and different things. And so I was wondering, do y'all, do you, anybody here recommend any other business accounts that are maybe low cost or no cost to get started? Well, I,
3: I don't really, maybe one of the other ladies have, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really, um, have any recommendations okay. because. It doesn't have to be low cost because your customers are paying that. It. it should be okay. covered. It should be covered in the services and fees that you're charging. That okay. Part. Okay, but
4: I don't know. I just I know some people don't have any income, especially because of COVID. I understand.
3: i understand. you know. So I was just
4: wondering if you if you knew anything, but I totally totally understand. and Agree with you. Saying yeah, that. and
3: if you guys do, so maybe that's also a resource you guys could come up with. I think that would yeah. be great. Of uh, free services, that um, free services for clients, especially those who we are trying to incubate, we're trying to grow them up. That yes. would be a great resource to offer to your to your um to your community.
4: I'm with you, Donna. But I, I totally agree, even if you don't have any clients and you haven't started a business account, that first client, make sure that you include within the cost, you know, that 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 bank fee, you know, that they they are your
3: clients yeah, so and, you and think account. about it, uh, most businesses, and we could probably think about 10 different businesses that we can come up with a profit of five, seven dollars a month. I and mean, we're talking I, about months, you know what I'm saying? I
0: mean, you make a strawberry pie, I make a blueberry pie, whoever exactly. <laughs> And, and I just okay. want to say, compared to the fines that you'll pay if you don't have this stuff in order, that $12 or whatever a month is well worth scrapping up change to, to pay it because tracks. you you want the uh, IRS and all the rest of them alphabet people to come get you. Listen,
4: you don't
3: want that. And then to get in the habit of creating a profitable business. Stop creating stuff that creates costs without any benefit.
4: That's right. So that
3: may have to be in the beginning, but you know, so if you know your bank account is XYZ a month or you got a website and it's this, like, I don't know, you can get a website for a hundred some dollars a month. You got to create during that first year at least $300 of profit. I mean, not $300, but $300 to cover those costs.
4: So yeah. that means
3: you design products and services that cover that. That's right. Melissa so,
4: also said as low. She used that too you know. starting out.
3: Okay. I'm going to write that down. So I would like to make that recommendation when I come to use
4: now. As- now, Melissa, as she says, so it's no bells and whistles. Like there's no customer service on the weekend. You know, as far as calling it, it's, it's strictly you got a business account. You do have to have to have all the, you have to have your your paperwork. Everything is, you is have right. Your
0: articles, your yeah. organization, all every, of it. You every,
4: have all but, it but it's
3: just, it's real, just straightforward. This fine. Account. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's great for when you're getting started. Yeah. Absolutely. You and, you, and that too is another reason why you need to be organized. Right. Cause Cause I mean, you can't afford that thing to go negative because you ain't got nobody to call. That's right. But, <laughs> but as long as you are, I just, because one of my frustrations mm-hmm. is, People who, to me, it's limited, kind of they're speaking a limited language. Mm-hmm. They're worried about the expense. I'm like, so you want to be an entrepreneur, but you sweating $10. I'm just saying, you need to create, what can you do to bring your guaranteed $10 in a month? That's right. Mm-hmm. What That's what I want to talk to you about. That's right. And how can you right. make that 10 times 10 so you can have some money in your pocket, too?
4: And you can create. You can create. I mean, you yeah. really can. Just you like absolutely even- can
3: talking to you guys about supporting the accounting industry, really there's another whole line of, of work that you're not making money for, that you didn't mm-hmm. even know there was a gap there. And probably like with the pies, we probably could spice them up. We could mix it. You know, it's always a way to make more money. That's right. The same audience, even you don't even have to go find a new client for that right. service. There's so much you can do, but hair industry, I can't even think of a business that does not, And you know how we know it's true. Could we see? Cause we are what we, you know, us brown folk are the number one consumers in the nation.
4: Yes, we are. And yes, we, we support
3: are. those businesses that run. They don't worry. If you think Walmart care about a credit card fee, nope. we pay it. We pay the insurance. We pay the lights. They cover it in the cost of what they sell and provide to their clients. And, and so we have to get comfortable with it. Even with the IRS, proper, uh, contrary to popular belief, Profitable business pay pay taxes. It might not always be federal. It might be local. It might be real estate. It might be your um, gross receipt tax. And they don't sweat it. When I used to be an IRS agent, I told them they owed three hundred thousand dollars. Guess what they did? They brought me (laughs) back. And I had to. That meant I couldn't go home. I had to go straight to the office to get it processed. They don't sweat that. Zuckerberg don't sweat that. I'm telling you. So if you we're talking about small, you know, we're not making that kind of money yet. So we got to get comfortable with that and stop trying to go the route. You're going to pay taxes. People are color, sometimes pay taxes. They don't go where it don't go well. When we try to escape that system. Right. Make sure that you're making enough to cover that and still put money in your pocket legally. Do that. We can, we can do it. Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. And I, I love what you said, sis, about, um. you know, basically loyal customers that they'll, they'll buy from you again, you know, they'll buy right. other things, you know,
3: Yes, um, cause it's cause you, cause you the BAs are, are vital. I tell you, and I just and just VAs are vital. They, be, the, am I coming up with T-shirts, girl? girl what you, you said. said? We go, gonna go back and listen to this episode so much. <laughs> <laughs> are vital. It yeah. yeah. is, and just making sure that you are all and just say, hey, I have another um another offering for you to add value to your business. People will will pay. That's right. Do yeah. we not do that? Do we get upset when? When iPhone comes out with the next version, we'll be like, well, you told us that one, no, we said, oh, we know they're going to deliver value because they have a history of deliver." And this is even when the phone crashed, we don't even remember that stuff. We just say, okay, yeah, the Chrysler broke down, but the new one is out. We're going to go. It's as you build value. And I know I'm getting all off the subject, but I love entrepreneurship and I love growing profitable businesses for women of color. And I just want us to speak it, and, and that's the passion of my heart that we start speaking a different language, that we stop yeah. complaining. We're the same women that put three, four, five hundred dollars on our head. Stop complaining about these small things. You can do this. Don't sweat the small dollars. Go make it, pay your business, keep moving. Pay your, pay your business bills and keep moving. I just want us to ele- I want us as entrepreneurs to elevate the level of the conversation so we can sit at the big table. Because mm. some of us are doing um, think about the couple that does mix, um, mix, what's is it, curl mix? Um, mm. They want shark tank. Some of them are raising to that level of excellence in business and getting big profit, but they're not, those businesses are not sweating that small stuff. They're not stopping at that and spending. You don't need to spend three hours online to look for a bank. Mm. Spend three hours online, working out a business plan and finding customers That's you need to spend your time and effort on bringing the money in and making sure that you're curbing. Yes, we, we want expenses to be as small as possible, we want to make sure that we're supporting the gener- the wealth generation, the income producing activity. So I, I know I'm, I'm I'm fussing, but this is my passion, y'all. This Amen. is what you bring me. <laughs> I
4: love it, love it, love it. Well, I know it's time,
0: so I'm going to be good, Toya. Yes. yes, I truly, truly appreciate everything that you said to me because um Yes, that is a good way to upsell some new services, um, but I will have to become my own client and get myself together first, <laughs> because some things that you told me today, I definitely need to get a hold of in my business,
3: so thank you so much for that. Yeah, and the beautiful I'm part sure. is that when you get that, you can perpetuate it to your clients, last it's just not-, not-, not for you. The less and I i'm preaching to myself sometimes it's hard for me to charge uh the, the higher price Charbat was on me for years about raising my prices because i and, and she's like yalika you can't so it took it took me a while because i was serving my people hmm. uh, and, I, and i felt like oh they should be able to get a cpa for pennies no i can't do that i can't do i can't i can't even give you the website you deserve i can't get my training so i can give you when i'm i'm nickel and dime in my own business that's the, and that's what you know, it boils down to yeah, and so yeah. I, I just I just think that it's, I believe that we're starting a movement, that we are starting a movement for our community. And um, I, we look at other, and I, I, this is the last thing and then I'm going to go, but we see, um, we get upset when we see people come into our communities and put a business there. If your business was already there, they could not get it. Mm. And so that's showing you, they're showing you that the way out of this is through entrepreneurship, but we want to half step and think we're going to have different results. The people who come in previous generations, um, Italians, other people, their kids went to college. That's why you're, you look at the last names of your doctors that was built through generational wealth through entrepreneurship. And it is important. So really it is selfish to keep your business small because mm-hmm. it doesn't just impact you. It impacts the community as a whole. Because you see, you guys are virtual assistants. That's business to business. So that means when that other business is profitable, you're also profitable. Then you can also find the next business, connecting to others. So I just challenge you to these things. I'm not saying they're not just nice to have, but having an accounting system, being organized, having receipts, That is the operation of a profitable business. And to say different, I think you're just fooling yourself. So even while you're small, it's the time to do your SLPs. It's the time to document process. It's the time to get a virtual assistant, probably because you don't have to pay as much because you only need a few things done. But start growing that thing. Start growing that thing where you are, and it will profit. It will. All right,
2: that's all I
4: got to say. Yes, <laughs> awesome. yes. like, oh, so y'all hear that? And learn it. So, we got a program called Learn and Serve. It's one of our programs, in the VSL. And that's one of the things that we start off saying getting our, getting our SOPs done for ourselves. So, guys, that's the reminder. We need to go back and we have and make sure we get our SOPs done for our own self. And that's then we can help those other businesses do the exactly. same. Exactly.
3: I right. love it. I love yes. it. I love your mission. I love you guys' purpose. And I love the whole spirit of even this call. even oh. this. I think it's great and just black women supporting women because you know we be hateful sometimes yeah, yeah. so this is really just uh i really i think it's an opportunity for us to minister to our community in a very special way and That's not right. that we're just serving ourselves we want all money That's um right. just making sure that we are taking care of each other now, that doesn't mean we're giving each other hookup but we're challenging each other you know That's you're to right. you hey sister okay you're a little raggedy Let's, let's, next year, we're going to do a little bit better. <laughs> you know, and it's okay to do that. It's okay.
4: Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. All right, well, we thank you so much, Yulika. We'll know, we know you got to go, so we'll let you go ahead. and. Thank you. Oh, yeah. and thing,
3: you know, if you provide the link to post, you yeah. can connect to me. I'll get your email address and I'll put you, let you know where I'm going to be, what i got going on, and I'm, I just love you. So, have a good right. day.
0: You too. Bye, sis. <laughs> Bye-bye. Janet, Go ahead, sis. Miss Janet, will you do our exit? Oh, today?
4: hold
2: up,
0: hold up, hold up. She had to go. We got a few minutes, right?
2: Okay. <laughs> I want to okay. say that yeah. I have been thinking about the bootstrapping thing all wrong because I have mm. it where my paycheck is divided is right into three.
1: Okay. And so
2: one goes to savings, one goes to checking, and one goes to business. Mm-hmm. And I need to revamp that because maybe I am putting too much money towards my I'm throwing money at my business that I don't need to be throwing there mm, that's,
4: that's I think we all have to assess and like for us who don't have you know have the job anymore like I did up until a couple months ago I had to reassess you know it was easy to, to pay that $150 to uh, you know for our go kiss or whatever and I had to reassess I gotta, I gotta be making more money to, to cover these, in, in my business you know period mm-hmm. yeah. and I finally
2: finished my year in ledger and it's like Okay, I spent too much on this and not enough on this, but it's because I was um I had a different mindset because I had the job. Right, right. It did. So I need to change my mindset, not because I don't have a job, but just change my mindset so that you know my um thinking is different, being that I'm thinking ahead.
4: That's right, that's right. And I and I totally agree with her. Every endeavor, no matter how small, it should be profitable. You know what I'm saying? If you have this customer and she has all the software, whatever, that's fine, but but it has to be profitable. You have to make money out from, from each endeavor. Period. Period. So I really appreciate um, her business basics. To me, it was just really basic financial yes. yeah. uh, information. Absolutely. Love her spirit
2: too. She's Yeah, nice. she's...
4: Oh, I can't wait for her to come back. Can't wait for her to come back. Uh, Janet, what you got to say, sis? I know y'all been over there stuff to say. Um,
1: I don't have nothing to say because I got things all the way messed up. Oh, really? My, I, yeah, I just.
4: What? What's? What do you? Okay. From so for me, I understand that before you start a business, you've got to be profitable. There was, but there's some things that I just really wanted done before I actually, before I was profitable, and that was. Right. Um, and that's
2: that's that's what I was saying too. You know. Yeah. I know I have to have these softwares and And I know that i I like certain things to be a certain way, so i'm right. not I'm not you know saying, "Hey, I gotta have this many clients to get it. I'm bootstrapping it in right right, and I need to stop doing that
4: right but for for me, for example, it was important for me to um to have what, what was it? Oh, my website. I, for me personally, I wanted my website done. I didn't, and I did it myself. So it wasn't the best website in the world, but I wanted that done and hosting. Um, so I could easily have someone, people have something to look for. You don't have to have that to start your business, but that was something that I wasn't going to really start until I had a website up, you know? And and so my ongoing cost of the time for that was probably, I don't know, $5 a month. You know, I I think you had to put things in perspective. I mean, Mm -hmm. you need to have some type of, you have a plan, some type of marketing or something before you, you know, Have, but it doesn't have to cost. It, it really doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did finally get some a client, uh, having my, my way to collect money, I mean, um, the CRM, the side, I it was inexpensive to me. I thought it was a, a low business cost. So that was important to me. And it, even mm-hmm. if I started, I started over today, that's what I would do. I definitely would get some way to be able to, to collect money and, and, uh, manage my clients, you know, notes for your clients or something yeah. like that. So, I probably could have just did that with the which I think I did because I didn't know about Dubsado. I did that with um G Suite, I use a spreadsheet and stuff, with G Suite. So, that was six dollars a month. So, that's nothing mm-hmm. that was my when I started out, I paid about eleven dollars a month when I started my business. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think you got all the way wrong, Janet?
2: Is it the co mingling? Mm. Yeah, that's hard. Because I'll pull out a debit card in a minute, and I'm not paying attention
1: to who uh, card is. Uh, The other day, I did not, that. Not even that. It's just, I don't know. It's like everything she was saying just was like, no, you're not doing that. No. <laughs> no. And I don't know if it was coming so fast, and there wasn't no breaks in between. Oh, it was just like, no, no, no. Wow. So, that's how my brain just received it all.
4: Wow. And then that's
1: the question about the entertainment, because I know for some of the things that I do, sometimes I dress up. So if I buy a wig or something, depend upon if it's a fashion event, or sometimes sometimes the entertainment events be like wear costume or something like that. Uh, why can't I use that if I bought that particular fabric or whatever for that? You, so can. I, I, yeah, I, you I, can. Yeah, you can. Absolutely can. That's definitely yeah, a yeah. so What you do? I, like I said, everything. When she kept saying it, just was like, no, no. So it just. Uh, I don't know if it was just coming too fast, or it just wasn't. Ex- I wouldn't say because she explained everything. It's just my brain was like, oh no, you ain't <laughs> been doing none of this.
4: Well, but, you know, it did come fast. This is, you know, 30 minutes. I mean, it did come fast. So, yeah, it just takes time to process these things. But you know, and-
2: too, um, I know last year we used QuickBooks, but this mm-hmm. year we're using a spreadsheet. I um I put notes in the spreadsheet as to what we spent it on. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, if we do get called out because we are trying to be woman-owned certified and, and you know, doing certain things and they're looking at our financials, there's a reason beside it. So that they 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 have the justification as to why we spent
4: this. Fantastic, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Well, I thought oh they have a comment. Let's see. I thought it was um it was very very great business basic financial stuff. Let's I'm
2: see. so sad I'm gonna miss the
4: conference now. She said you're not doing it wrong. You are learning. That's right, Toya. Thank you. She's that's always the, the voice of... Right there. that Toya <laughs> power. She's always the voice of reason. She's absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct, Janet. You absolutely. It, yeah and as we as we learn and as we need to tweak things, you know we say we as you know know better, you do better and all that. Yeah. I just think I think as we kind of learn, we just kind of tweak things.' Just, okay, uh-huh. like I love watching Latoya which oh oh, and then you see her in co-working right. and she'll make her little changes. Oh, that's how you do that oh, <laughs> yeah okay. so we're we're all learning, you know, we are all learning, and we just tweak as we go along. so awesome. fantastic. Well, I guess that's our time, so. <laughs> Oh, we gotta, we we are doing better about uh sharing great services and products and all that jazz. So today we are going to share. We're going to share this one, this guy right here. Can you tell us a little bit about this chick toy?
0: Oh, <laughs> this chick right here. Hi. <laughs> Y'all that is me. Um, I am the owner of Ayelto Services, where we are helping the beauty industry. Um, creates freedom and flexibility, so definitely. Um, hop on my site, take a look around. I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She is part of the
4: beauty industry and she does a fantastic job with all things social media and making it pretty, pretty. So, check out Ayoto Services for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Anything else? Nope.
1: All right, well, no, no, no. Take, us- to take us away. Well, make sure to catch us here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Uh, and also, please like, subscribe, share, tell someone, bring someone. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m.
4: Yay. Yes. It was so good to see you back. Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo. Amen. Yes. Love y'all. Bye.
1: Have a good week.